So welcome back again to the second part of Come and See Inspirations. My name is John Keeley. As I mentioned recently in the programme, I've come across a resource that I find encouraged me a lot in my faith, especially in the last few weeks. So to tell us more uh, about this resource, I'm delighted to welcome to Come and See Inspirations, Rob Clark, Chief Executive of Spirit Radio, who's joining us today. Um, Rob, thanks a lot for joining us. Uh, thanks, John, and thanks for the invitation. What a, what a joy to, to, to connect with you. You're welcome. So maybe, Rob, maybe to start off with, Spirit Radio, people might have all sorts of ideas in the mind. Can you tell us a little bit about Spirit Radio in terms of when it was started and all the rest of it? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there was a point where, you know, Ireland was the only uh, country in Europe that didn't have a Christian radio station. And uh, and, and many people uh, prayed and they um, they campaigned and they, uh, you know, they wrote to the government and said there really ought to be a Christian radio license issued. And um, uh, and eventually the government uh, made a, a license available uh, and um a number of parties put forward applications, and Spirit Radio was the one that was uh, selected to be able to, um, to to go forth and and uh, get the whole thing up and running, get it launched. So uh, we launched in 2011. Okay. Uh, on air 10 years, and we're come, we just now applied for our second 10-year license. So uh, yeah, so, so we're broadcasting in all the main cities across Ireland. Uh, we're also the only station in Ireland still broadcasting on medium wave. You can get us on 549 medium wave. So we're also broadcasting right across Northern Ireland on 549 medium wave, um, as well as on FM in all the main cities and 14 of the major towns. So, uh, yeah, so we're, we're, we're well established at this point. As, uh, as I was saying earlier, we're a little bit like Shaw's menwear, menswear. We're almost nationwide. Very good. I like that analogy. Very good. Well, actually, just just a bit of interest for my listeners. I know we'll mention it again later on. I actually got you on 89.8 here locally in West Limmy. But, Rob, when I looked at your website and I found out what was... Uh, I really wanted to find out what, the, what was the purpose and the aim of Spirit Radio. And I found a section there entitled Our Vision. And to me, that, that spoke a lot about maybe what you'd be into. Can you just go through that little vi- our yeah, vision bit yeah. there? Yeah. Well, um, I mean, uh, I suppose if, if, to sort of just start by breaking it down, you know, one of the things we want to do is we want to provide life-giving entertainment. Radio is actually about entertainment in okay. some sense. You know, if, if hmm. you don't first entertain people, they're not going to be listening. They're good, um, yeah. We believe that entertainment should be life-giving, so that's our first thing. Mm. Secondly, we want to we want to conduct uh, we want to host uh, news and current affairs in a way that we bring voices to the airwaves that might not get much of a hearing on mainstream media. Mm-hmm. Particularly, we want to be cognizant of the Christian heritage that Ireland has, and we want to bring voices that can speak with an understanding of the contribution that Christian churches have made to the formation and history of Ireland. And uh, it's a very deep and rich history and heritage. And so we want to be able to um, bring that to the airwaves. Um, thirdly, we, we, want to, um, we, we want to provide a platform for contemporary Christian music. Uh, contemporary Christian music is a huge genre of music, but up until we launched, it was pretty much unheard of mm. in our Mm. Uh, and, and so, um, you know, when, at a first listen, it sounds like regular pop music, but yep. mm. you listen a little, little more closely, you discover that the lyrics really are life-giving, and um, and uh, they they 
they point us uh, in the right direction. So, um, uh, so that's one of the, that's not something else we wanted to do. We wanted to provide a first-class news service. We we feel that um, you know one of the things that's happening right now is that with the commercial pressures that um, commercial radio stations are under, there's more and more. Uh, uh, of a sort of a doubling down and, um, uh, you know, there's less and less uh, sort of, if you like, sources creating the news um, and, and, and newsrooms are under more and more pressure. Mm. So we felt it was really important to provide a, a news service that was just looking at things with fresh eyes. And so that's one of the things we've tried to do is um, look at news with fresh eyes and provide people with a, an independent and uh, alternative kind of commentary, if you like. And would it be fair to say um, Spirit Radio is also sort of interdenominational, i.e. it's not allowed just to one particular church, and and as well as that, maybe it's also open to all age groups? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, we, uh, we have people from all of the main Christian churches and also uh, many of the, you know, smaller independent churches, mm-hmm. you know, Catholic Church of Ireland, Presbyterian, um, Pentecostal, Evangelical, uh, Presbyterian, you know, we have people right across the board, and um, and we we find that the central message of the gospel is something that we can all, you know, uh, you know, all uh, find a you know a common place together on. So, um, uh, uh, and we, you know, we, we we're essentially not we, we don't get into a lot of deep theology. We think that's the realm for the church mm-hmm. to. Uh, mm. You know, to be to be taking up the thing there. But what we like to do is provide, you know, a platform for people to tell their story of how God has come to be important in their lives, how He's come to be uh, a guiding source, how He's come to be a sustenance, how He's come to be a living person in their lives. So we just like to let people tell their stories, and we we get people from a huge range of church backgrounds on the air telling their stories. And it's not a wonderful way to evangelize and inspire people when they hear somebody else telling their real life story, ordinary lives being touched. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I mean, look, we love stories. Uh, Irish people are natural storytellers, <laughs> yeah. and mm. I think that that is just the way that um, you know that we that, that we uh, uh, you know are most likely to sort of stop and reflect as if we hear a personal story of that someone that. Something that someone's really gone through. You know, this is the kind of thing we love to hear. So uh, so that's what we try to do. Lovely. So listen, maybe at this stage you might give me some idea of a flavour for the programming that's in, that you do there. I mean, first of all, it is 24-7, is that right? It is 24-7, yeah, right through the night. Um, yeah, well, we begin with a breakfast show, 7 to 10, which is pretty upbeat. There's a bit of chat. The music's pretty fast moving. I like it. Uh, it's all fun a lot of fun on the radio and little snippets, you know, there's no, uh, there's no um, big uh, teaching sessions, but, but it's, um, it's a fast moving show with, you know, the occasional little reflection. Then from 10 o'clock through to 12, we have the morning chat show and that's where we review what it says in the papers and we bring interviews from people from a whole range of different uh, situations and backgrounds um, uh, you know, they might be commenting on, uh, you know, questions of faith, um, might be, a, you know, a pastor or a priest sharing something, uh, you know, of a spiritual nature, but it could equally be somebody from a gym speaking about keeping fit or someone from a garden center 
uh, or, or someone from uh, you know a cooking class or um, or fashion or or relationships you know uh, family life uh, it's a very uh, full wide comprehensive kind of program listen to if you've got jobs to do around the house I'd suggest as well intermingle with some some of that beautiful music that you just spoke about yeah yeah well I mean I think that's the way we do listen to radio isn't it it you is know, of course there's occasionally times where we sit down and really focus on what's being said, but a lot mm. of the time it's on in the background, and we, you know, we give it a few minutes with a bit more intense listening every now and then, and and then we're, you know, we're back to the tasks that need to be done. So uh, it's on there, it's in the background, yeah. And then it's, you have, suppose we like to see, see ourselves as kind of a companion to to our listeners. And then continuing on, then I know there's a lunchtime program there, also music, and then maybe later on going into the evening, then would would there be more? Music available there, maybe yeah, for the younger. Yeah, later on, later on in the evening, it's a little more teen focused, so mm-hmm. it's, it, the music goes more upbeat in the evening, and there's a bit more chat around issues that are a bit more, uh, you know, interest and relevance to to younger people who are, you know, sorting through their careers, thinking about study, thinking about relationships. So there's, you know, we 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 deal with some of the issues that uh, younger people are kind of facing. So uh, yeah. Um, then on the weekends, we have a few specialist programs. On Saturday night, we have a gospel show, which runs from 7 on Saturday evening through to 10, which is uh, gospel music. Um, on Sunday night, 8 to 10, we have more of an acoustic kind of a program uh, with more acoustic-based music. Mm-hmm. Sunday morning, 10 to 12, we have more worshipful music, and we also have some reflections on the, uh, the gospel passage of the day. Uh, because, of course, the uh, the lectionary in Ireland is shared by the uh, Church of Ireland, the Catholic Church and the Presbyterian Church and sometimes the Methodist Church. So, uh, so we, you know, we often are Beautiful. reading the same gospel. Uh, so uh, it's a great opportunity for us to speak about something that we we hold in common. And just speaking about the gospel there, um, don't you also have a quote for the day? Uh, is it a Bible passage for the day? We do, yeah. Every, every hour after the news, we have what we call the word of the day. And uh, it's just a little passage of scripture, which uh, is just there. And it's that we, we stick with that verse throughout the day. And uh, people will often say they'll just listen after the news for that uh, for that gospel piece. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. Now, OK, so how can people get to listen to you? Now, I, know, I just let people know here in West Limerick. I know and I picked it up myself. It's 89.8 FM. You've also said medium wave 545, but it's also available online, of course. Yeah, absolutely. It's online. If you're in Ennis, we're on 90.3. If you're heading down to Kerry, we're in Tralee on 88.0. If you're heading uh, towards the Midlands, uh, we're in Carlow on 90.5 and Kilkenny on 93.1. If you're coming up the N7 towards Dublin, you can pick us up uh, from about Port Leash on 92.2. So we, we really are, um, you know, you can just about listen continuously if you're driving around the country. Yeah, and, We've got a lot of masts up around the country, so yeah. And, of course, available online too. I think one of the other things that I found out for myself there, just uh, before we finish up, is um, online there, I can listen back to some programs if I wish. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we podcast a lot of our talk shows, a lot of our important interviews. We podcast them so people will go back and say, listen, I missed that. What was on the show this morning? And they'll listen back that way. So uh, there's lots of that going on. And, and of course, we have an app so you can listen on your phone. You can listen on your computer. 
um, you know, Android apps, Apple apps, we, we, we have them all. So uh, they're all available. We're also on the Irish radio player. So uh, if you've got the Irish radio player uh-huh. app phone, uh, you can listen to us there. I tell you, you're everywhere, as the man said. Yeah. <laughs> everywhere. And, and so maybe, maybe just to finish off, Again, if people want to listen in online, it's just spiritradio.ie, is it? Or... Yes, spiritradio.ie. Just uh, look us up there on the internet, spiritradio.ie. Rob, thanks a lot for, for joining us today. Uh, hopefully you'll get a lot more people maybe contacting you um, through listening. I, I myself have found it very interesting to listen to Wendy. And I'm beginning to appreciate some of that music that you spoke about early on. I might never appreciate that music early on. I'm beginning yeah. to appreciate it now, so... You never know. Um, there might be a few more of my age group uh, yeah. joining me these days, bopping around, singing to some of those contemporary music. Fantastic. John, thank you very much for the opportunity to share on your on, on uh, um, uh, Come and See Inspirations uh, on Sacred Space 102. That's fantastic. And listen, best of luck for the future. God bless. And we'll keep each other in prayer. Yeah. God bless you now. Thanks now. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Now recently on Spirit Radio and the Wendy Grace Morning Show, I heard an interview conducted by Wendy Grace with Father Michael Hurley. Father Michael was speaking about returning to Mass and the sacraments and about prayer. I found it very inspirational. I'd just like to share this with listeners. And I'm going to follow that with a piece of music that is something that I've played a few times in the programme. It's entitled... Go tell everyone. So I hope you enjoy this. Grow in our faith. I'm delighted today to welcome Father Michael Hurley. He's a parish priest of St. Martin's Parish in Tala and also Bohernabrina Parish in West County, Dublin. And today we're talking about trusting in God and how our faith and prayer can support us. Father Michael, thanks for joining us on the programme. You're very welcome. Good to be with you again, Wendy. Well, of course, Father, you've reopened your churches fully now in the last few weeks. How are the parishes adapting and how has it all been going? Well, first of all, it took a huge amount of effort on our part to even by way of preparation for the opening. And it took a huge amount of work uh, on our part and planning. And each of the churches are different. So we had to, in effect, have different groups of people involved and different plans. But thankfully, uh, there's been a great response in terms of small, but a great response of people who uh, we're prepared to do that work and planning. And people have uh, kind of stepped getting... up to the mark, which is encouraging. You know, the people really want to volunteer their time and, and to give to, to help churches reopen. Exactly, exactly. Um, in, in opening, uh, there was a great joy um, as we were again open for public worship. Uh, people just were, were delighted to be together. And I suppose once they saw the setting, they realised that, yes, it was a safe and a welcoming place. Um, it's, I find it still unreal. Um, and uh, another aspect is that it's quite unreal in that uh, we recommend very highly face masks. And uh, there's something unreal about uh, but everyone having face masks. I, I, I find it. I find it unreal. Having said that, there is something very real uh, emerging as well. And um, I don't know whether it's because people are glad to be part of it or whether people have been thrown back on their resources, uh, on, back on their own selves and what they really believed on during the lockdown. 
and that their fate has come to the surface. Uh, but there's something very real. Oh, and kind of reawakened week, thing, we, yeah. Yeah, that there's something. <clears throat> and last week we had um, five confirmations. Now, again, it was uh, one aspect of it was it was a bit unreal to see people social distancing and each little hub of four or five people being distant from others. But uh, people entered into the spirit of it in a way that I hadn't um, seen before. That we've been, it's like as if we've been stripped of a lot of the the extras, and now we're back, we're we're tuning into the essentials, and uh, we're just enjoying celebrating together. And yeah, and, and that stripping back has maybe been a positive for some people, and and simplifying things in some ways. But I, I guess, and perhaps you've seen that just in what you've been talking about, Father. But in recent months, you know, many people will have been leaning to their faith, or maybe rediscovering a faith that was dormant over the last few months. But that doesn't mean that the idea of kind of trusting in God comes easily. What's your advice there for someone who's, you know, trying to get back into their faith again and they're, they're certain, certainly leaning on it, but still the trust is a very difficult thing to do? It, it is, yes, it is. And I suppose it's a, that the, the bottom line is that it's a gift. You know, prayer is a gift. Trust in God is a gift. Um, it is gift. It's a gift that God has given us. Um, it is, I suppose, a mindset. You could say it that way. I like to think of one of the psalms when the when the psalmist is saying, "Lord, in the in the secret of my heart, teach me wisdom." Uh, that there is a an expectation that God will teach us, will help us through the difficulties and through the the good aspects of life and to give the meaning. Um, so, like there is a at the bottom bottom line is for me is that it's a gift and uh, I, I sometimes draw upon that sentence in Romans um, the spirit the spirit helps us in our weaknesses and even when we don't know how to pray or indeed know how to trust or know how to find meaning in a particular situation just so much to trust that God is helping us the spirit of God is helping us to find meaning and that he carries us through uh, just going back to the confirmation for a moment, um, for me, one of the insights that I got while during the confirmation time last week was that the Spirit of God, the gifts of God are given to us at times of weakness, uh, not times when we feel strong or in any way feeling anywhere perfect, but in times of weakness. And I'll just take one example, uh, the gift of wisdom. It's given precisely when we do not know when we, uh, what is the right thing to do, uh, what is the loving thing to do, uh, what is right from wrong, what, you know, what should I do in this particular situation? And that God has given us his gifts, particularly we see them expressed and say confirmation or baptism, the Eucharist, and that we can lean into knowing that that's, that, that that God is within us and that God wants to, to help and wants to reveal his wisdom to us. So it's, it's in that sense I'm saying it's a mindset, that, but, but God has already given us everything. So it's for us now to lean into that and to trust that, well, what has happened in my confirmation and elsewhere, it's actually true.
I, I really like that idea, Father Michael, of just the mindset and that mindset and connecting it up to the scripture that you mentioned, you know, revealing wisdom in the secret of my heart. It, it's very, it flies in the face of kind of modern day living, you know, this fast paced world that we live in, this noisy world, this, you know, often when we're seeking wisdom, we're going to go to Google and read 20 different articles and there'll be people giving opinions on five different WhatsApp groups and all this sort of stuff. There's a lot of noise. Um, and so getting into that mindset of, of silence and peace and space with God can be difficult for some people. Well, we, we can't do it on our own. Um, that's my conviction now. It, it won't happen just... Well, it can happen because God is greater than anything that we can desire. But by and large, it doesn't happen unless we provide some kind of a climate for it to happen as well. And what I mean by that is that I've been very intrigued over the last few weeks hearing a number of people speak about the impact of scripture on them. And I'm particularly thinking of a young man, a man in his late 20s, who came with a cold, scientific, rational mind, and I believe only what I see and hear. And for some reason, he began to read the scriptures. And his story was that he couldn't, he couldn't explain, but that the personality of Christ, a sense of God offering him a relationship emerged just while he was reading the scriptures. So that's one help. That's, that's probably one of our greatest helps. Look, read the scriptures. Um, you'll, you'll be carried through. Uh, it's God's word for us. Uh, God will be faithful to his word for us. Uh, but we need, we need support. And that's primary support for me is reading the scriptures and approaching it as here is God's word to us. And getting and into that mindset like you say, Father Michael. Yeah, yeah, and if I can use kind of a secular image of like, it does work. It does work. And that's what I hear in the stories of people who today are coming to a new faith, a new faith if you like, a new mindset, uh, a new sense of trust. And going back to that man who spoke, he said, Instead of taking away the scientific mind, it actually gave him a new meaning, it gave science and the world around him a new meaning and a new significance. Rather than, it, it, rather than limiting him, it gave him a, a freedom and expanded his mind. And for people at the moment who are encouraged by that, you know, that's a really good starting point, you know, getting into that mindset, opening the scripture, being open to it. But for people, especially at this time, Father Michael, who are in a re- really finding themselves challenged in different ways and are really str- struggling during this pandemic, what words of encouragement or advice would you give to somebody who's, who's maybe hit a wall when it comes to that prayer life or creating that mindset where they're, because they're struggling, they're finding it difficult? I suppose be patient with themselves. Uh, be patient. Um, I, I quote another sentence that comes from the scriptures this morning to me is, though we are unfaithful, God is always faithful because he cannot deny his own self. He, he'll be just faithful to us. So it is just <clears throat> leaning into, it is just being patient with oneself and knowing that in the, in the secret uh, of one's life, God is, still remains at work. Uh, we do not know how. Perhaps uh, we prefer things to be otherwise. Uh, but at, at the same time, God is at work. God is faithful. 
and uh, have the patience of knowing that God will see us through those difficult times and difficult situations. I think probably the temptation is that maybe we feel that we are not up to the mark and we have too many difficulties and that we're not perfect enough or whatever, that we can give up. But that's precisely the moment that God wants to wants to see us through a situation. Really, really good advice today, Father Michael. Thank you so much for joining us on the programme today and for being our prayer coach today. And please, God, we will catch up with you soon. That was Father Michael Hurley, our prayer coach today. Just, I really love that idea of just trying to make the time and space and get into that mindset and be patient with yourself.